Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I am on a one-man mission to unite our culture to diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and first and foremost, Happy New Year, everyone. This is going to be a really interesting year as we go into 2024. It's an election year. A whole bunch of stuff is going on, but before we get into all that stuff, you know, this is the episode kind of just welcoming you into the new year. And just kind of tell you where we're at with the Delvin Cox experience. We have a big series coming up, I guess, next episode. Um, we're going to do like a four or five part series on mental health where I talk to different people about mental health and the importance of it. But before we like get into that, I want to kind of just have a little fun, smaller episode, kind of just talk to you, kind of let you know what's going on because I've been off for a little bit. So I kind of want to kind of. I took a mental health break. Like, you know, for those who have been longtime listeners of the Delvin Cox experience, they know I try to take off December to kind of relax my mind, you know, chill out, kind of just enjoy the world because I think that's really important, you know, kind of it's important to take mental health breaks and realize there's a lot outside in the world that you can kind of go out there and see and experience and just go experience that. I will say... I didn't take as much of a break as I wanted to take because, you know, like, you know, um, PSVG ended, like, December 2nd. Then they had the Christmas special December 15th. And then I did end up doing the Who It Wouldn't show. And I ended up doing something else. Too many people want me to be on goddamn podcasts. But I, I digress. I did end up taking a break and enjoying enjoying my time. You know, I, for New Year's, I hung out with my girlfriend, went to this nice kind of restaurant thing. I um, can't remember the thing. It's like, I think it's called the Voodoo something. But it's like a, kind of like a really cool rocker kind of bar that has like um, Elvira cups that you can drink out of. And it's just a really cool vibe and aesthetic to it. And um, also did some other things, you know, that were, were a lot of fun. I got to see Dave Chappelle, which was um, a dream come true because I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan. I was a big Chappelle show fan. I was a big half-baked fan, so, you know, getting to go see Chappelle live and do his act was a pretty cool moment. I'm quite sure we'll talk about both of those things on if, I know this is going out to the main feeds, but if you're on Patreon, you'll hear about both of those things on my Patreon podcast, So Tell Me. So, I know you're like, I don't care about that right now, Delvin. What are we here to talk about? I want to do something fun. A little fun episode before we get into the darkness that is, you know, mental health and things like that. So what I'm here to talk about, which I think will be fun, five things to leave in 2023. Because there's been so many things that's happened this past year. So many wild takes and wild things that's going on this year. You know, you have the Jonathan Major situation. You have more Will and Jada stuff. So I... We have a whole bunch of things that happen this year. Uh, we have multiple wars happening now, which is crazy to think about. So I thought it would be fun to kind of just do five, just five simple things that I think we as a whole to agree to leave in like um, 2023. So, so we as a country, as a world, let's just say as a world, can move forward with our lives. So they're not in any order, but I'm just going to give you five. First and foremost, speaking of five, the first thing I want to talk about is celebrities 
relationships. Enough. We don't need to hear anything about your personal life. You know, what's your personal life and your business? It's your business is just stay in your business. I think I remember there was a time when we were coming up, we wouldn't know nothing about our celebrities. You know, we wouldn't know about Jay Z, wouldn't know about Arnold Schwarzenegger, wouldn't know about Sylvester Lowe, wouldn't know nothing about their lives. Now I feel like we know too much about their lives. You know, for the longest time, everybody was like, I want that Will and Jada relationship. Now they're like, keep that shit the fuck away from me. It is terrible. But you know, it's it's because we have too much access to celebrities' life, like in every way possible. You know, we see we see and hear everything. We know when they when they start dating someone. We know when they break up with someone. We know the good parts, the bad parts. We see way too much of it, and it becomes almost a part of our life, even whether we want it to or not. And you know, we have this whole thing where we. One example of that is the Will and Jada, Jada Pickett Smith thing, where we keep hearing all about Tupac and their and Will and Jada's relationship and entanglements and all that stuff. Enough. We don't want to hear that. Just please give us more bad boy movies and more good Will Smith movies. We don't need to hear all this extra stuff. This is too much. We, as a society, I think we just like, no, no more. Please stop. Now we're getting the Cardi being offset stuff or offset cheating with somebody and things like that. We don't need to hear that either. Then we get the, oh, what is her name? Chazellian and Blueface stuff. Oh, my God. I don't need to hear any more about their relationship at all. Like, <laughs> I know people like to gossip and stuff like that, and I, I get that. But it, it becomes a point where it's just too much. Too much to take in. I got enough to do with my own life. I don't need to hear about your life, you know. You're an entertainer, and you get paid to entertain, and sometimes we just want you to be an entertainer. We don't need to hear anything else about it, you know. Just make your music, make your movies, stuff like that. We don't need to see the meshness of your life, you know. There was a time where when a person was a celebrity, there was this kind of bar, this high standard they were set at where people was like, oh, this is this celebrity. They are almost like they were better than us. But, you know, they weren't better than us, obviously speaking. But, you know, it was like always like, ah, it's us and then it's them. Now, I think because we have so much access, it not only has it kind of bridged the gap and closed that kind of barrier that was there, it kind of kills the illusion of what we thought celebrity status was and the, special, the specialness of it. And that's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because, you know, it's like us. If you look like it, if, if there's no celebrities and it's just regular people, and it's, it kind of kills our love for what kind of made like celebrity and fandom cool. Like now, before, I'm quite sure there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I want to be a celebrity, I want to have a celebrity life. I'm quite sure there's people now like, this looks terrible. This looks awful. And now, getting this inside look in these celebrities' lives just seem a whole mess. Whether it's the Jonathan Major situation, whether it's even the Britney Spears situation, with what she's been going through in the conservatorship and even what she's doing now it's like uh maybe this is for the birds so no more well let's, i won't say no more because there's never gonna be no more like let's leave celebrities relationships and their business unless they do like actual crimes or some shit that they need to go to jail for like they are like a rapist or a terrible person they said something like seriously fucked up then we probably should like address it. But if it's something that's a domestic issue or something that we don't need to know about that's handled through like 
legal means, like lawsuits and stuff like that. We probably don't even know about that. Like I said, there's like there's limitations there. Like I think the Diddy thing is a horrific situation. It's fucked up, and I think um, the more I hear about it, the more it's like gross. It kind of feels, but you know that's a whole other story for another day. All right, the next thing I want to leave in 2023, and this may be just for like white people. So I'm gonna be honest with you. The term woke and the whole cancel culture thing and just all those hot button words that they that people like to use and kind of portray this happening like in our society. Like, you know, we're being canceled, we're being erased, all this woke culture is in our books. No, no, no. Let's let's stop doing that. I I feel like we've gotten to the point where it's become a crutch. So now everything is woke, everything is cancel culture, and we it's like almost like it's a buzzword now. It has no meaning to it. You know, just like they like every time something happens now, people need to say it's woke culture, cancel culture, BLM. Even if it has nothing to do with any one of those things, it just comes up because it's just a fun buzzword for people to say. And it's just like, come on, like let's let's stop it now. Let's move past this. And I and I think um the sooner we move past is just stop caring about some of this stuff. You know, there are a lot of fucked up things going on in our society that we can kind of deal with. And some of those things kind of go with cancel culture. Some of those things come come with act, the actual meaning of woke. And, you know, I think we need to get to more into a society of solving problems as opposed to kind of sweeping them under the rug and making up hot buzzwords to kind of do that. But then again, I think the people who do that don't want to solve the problem in the first place. Like, people don't want to be accountable for the things they do. Like, shitty people want to be shitty people. So, anytime you call shitty people out or being shitty people, they're like, well, it's cancel culture. It's woke, it's woke. The woke mob is trying to get us stuff like that. No, you're just a shitty person. You know, that's that's all to it. And sometimes you got to just step away from shitty people. All right. We're on now number three. This is like, we're, we're banging through these. So, this is pause. We're banging through these. So, this is going to be a. Uh, a pretty swift, but fun episode, I'm assuming, you know. My third thing, and I think this is a really important thing, but at the same time, I think it's something that we probably can't escape. I think as a society, we kind of need to, like, get away from, this is going to be a little hard, people probably not going to agree with it, identity politics, like in a whole, like, hey, the whole team Trump, team Joe Biden, and you know, all that type of stuff, these people don't know us. They don't like us. I think when it comes to voting, I've always been a person who, like, when it comes to voting, I vote for my interests, and I also vote for people who I kind of like the best, that best describe what I want to see happen. And I feel like now people are kind of just picking sides to pick sides. They're like, oh, I'm a Republican. I've been a Republican my whole life, and because this person is a Republican, I have to vote for them. I'm a Democrat. They're a Democrat my whole life because this person is a Democrat. If even I don't agree with nothing they say or they're a terrible person, I'm going to have to vote for them. And I think because we have, as a society, because we've gotten so ingrained in, into Democrat and Republican politics, we are where we're at today where we're like, ugh, both of these candidates kind of suck. But we have to pick one. And I think I would like to personally see a society where we 
have a more open base that reflects its actual people as opposed to what they think us people is. Because I think, you know, there are, there are multi-layers to people. And I don't think that Democrat or Republican, just those two parties cover those bases. I could be wrong, but I feel like people, most, in my opinion, I feel like most people fall in the middle. I think they pick a side based off of what they feel strongest about, you know, like, you know, when it comes to, like, civil rights and personal rights that people can have and, you know, justice and stuff like that, people more may lean more left, more like Democratic. When it comes to, like, religion and beliefs and, like, um, things like that, people more may lean more right. But I feel like there is a middle ground. I think there are people, there are things that people agree with on the Republican side of things and there are things that... They agree with on the Democrat side of things, and I feel like we need another party to kind of voice that because these what we have right now kind of just seems nuts. It's just like um, a lot of back and forth and a lot of posturing and a lot of BS and capping, a lot of capping going on just so people can get their points across. And I feel like, truthfully speaking, I feel like most of these politicians we have now don't believe none of the bullshit that's spewing. They're spewing it to get your votes, and once they get your votes, they're going to kind of just do what they want to do, and we kind of see that over and over again, and I feel like we as a society should kind of move forward and one, call these politicians out when they do that, and two, even more importantly, just kind of like dictate how we want our future and our country to be ran, and I I don't think it's going to take Black people doing it alone. I don't think it's gonna take white people doing it alone. It's gonna take the country kind of coming together and working through their differences to make the world a better place and kind of like get true freedom, not what Republicans think freedom is, not what Democrats think what freedom is, but a true sense of freedom for everybody and a, a little bit more fairness on both sides. So that's what I would like to see happen and. I don't think it will, but, you know, it's kind of like um, wishful thinking. Number two. Um, this is something I think um, is kind of close to me. I, I kind of want to talk about it. I think it's important. I think we need to get back to, this isn't something we need to leave in 2023. I think it's something we need to bring into 2024. We need to bring more positivity, more love, more respect, more courtesy, more... Just niceness. It kind of feels like there's a little uneasiness in the world right now. People don't aren't happy. People are going through things. But, you know, like I said, that's one of the reasons why I do the mental health series because, you know, it seems like a lot of people are dealing with stuff in their life and they don't know how to cope with that. I feel like we need to kind of find a better way of doing that and being more nicer to each other and It's just, it's been a weird 2023. I, I want to say after the pandemic, around that time, you know, I, you know, I, I feel like Trump's election has something to do with it as well, but I feel like more so after the pandemic and people being locked inside their homes for so long because it was a global pandemic and people were getting sick and people were dying, you know. I don't think that is something that we can kind of like take take for granted. 
people lost their lives. So people lost their life. And I think as well, if you want to also talk about the pandemic in, in terms of that, people lost a little bit of their courtesy and their respect and the way they, their social cues and the way they talk, just talk to people in general. People are kind of not, the things that we had before, like the social cues that people used to follow, they don't really follow now. And it's noticeable, like, you know, personal space is a big one for me. I remember there was a time where um, you'd go in a store and you go shop and buy something and people would give you space and not get too close to you because, you know, one day I want you thinking that, hey, you're looking at my pockets. You're looking at my wallet and stuff like that. And two, they didn't want to be too close to you. They'd be friendly, but they wouldn't be too close to you. Now, there's a certain air where people like just get really super uncomfortably close to you when you're in places. And it's just a little weird. I, I think I think there's also little levels of people feeling isolated and feeling lonely. And, you know, I think I felt a little bit of that at times, you know. So I, I think what would help that would kind of be like, you know, just talking, working through our issues, being more nice with each other, being more pleasant, not being so combative, you know. Understanding that, let me be careful with my words when I say this. It's okay to disagree with someone. That's a, a thing that I think we've kind of moved away from too, you know. People feel like everybody has to agree on everything. No, the fuck they don't. We don't have to agree on anything. There, there are certain things I think that are kind of like um, standard. Like There's no like middle ground on. But for the most part, like, a lot of things in life we don't have to agree on. Like, if I like basketball and you like football, and I'm like, I don't like football that much, it's okay. I promise you that it's okay. And I feel like people are kind of like, I think social media plays a good part in this. And I think social media is not an honorable mention, but it's definitely, I would going to put, put social, let's put social media in the spot too. Social media probably is going to be my number one. So let, let's just let's just get into that right now. We'll add it to here, here as well. So I think, Social media, for all the good it's done, and I think social media has done a lot of good in our society, in our world. I think the way that social media kind of inspires people, inspires conversations, inspires communications from people all over the world, I think it's an amazing thing. But at the same time, I think it hurts us a little bit because people go on there and they're not their true selves. They're who they want to be. They kind of show the lifestyle they want. And I think that plays into how we how we socially interact with people. But we don't, because this generation doesn't seem like they know how to socially interact with people. And I think social media has, plays a big part in that. I think that's going to be a topic that I'm going to touch on this year. Probably do a panel on it or something like that. But that's a Topic for another day, I guess I'll say. But number two, be better to each other. All right. All right, the final thing I want to talk about on my five things we should leave in the 2023. 
and this is not in any order, so don't like all uh, you can you can prioritize which one you think is number one through five. But this is what I want to talk about because this is weird. This whole phenomenon, I think it's been probably been happening for a while. Of people doing these skits and to get these like clicks for attention. I guess this kind of feeds into the whole social media thing. This whole thing where we have to do skits and things about like, huh, what would you do if your girl did this? And you shoot this whole video like, you know, my nigga, just take acting classes. Like we don't, you have to do these fake videos of fake for trying to engage outrage and clicks and stuff like that. It's a little weird. And I'd rather not have the conversation some of you dudes are having on the internet. Like as I look at some of the things that's going on, I'm like, it's a little weird. Like the conversation that they have about women, the kind of, the whole, and I guess this is the real number one that we need to leave in the 2023. The whole men versus women conversation that that's been going on all year, and there's been like different levels of it. You know, there's been the Meg the Stallion versus Tory Lanez. There's been um these kind of influencers that do the whole videos on like putting women in their place, which is fucking weird. And then there's these whole, it's like this feminine movement and this masculine movement that's going on and they're combating each other with these who can make the wackest video. <laughs> like talk about things that they think all men or all women are like and they need to change about themselves. And it's just like, all right, I don't need to get advice from you guys. Like, you know, all these social media outlets that's kind of, and these YouTubers and TikToker that's trying to tell you how you should live your life. Nah, just live your life and be you. You know, it's just it's a bit much. It's a bit grating. You know, I I like, personally me, I like to see more positive content in the world. I know people don't gravitate towards the positive stuff. You know, you don't. Most people like the drama, like the um, Domesticness, like even like um, going back to what we were talking about earlier, the, what's the name? Chazellian and Blueface stuff blew up so much because it was messy, it was gross, it was disgusting. So people kind of gravitated towards that. The Will Smith and Jada stuff, the slap, all the messy stuff kind of got highlighted more than the positive stuff. Like and there was a lot of positive stuff in the year that just kind of got glazed over because we just want to talk about the messy, gross stuff. Now I hope. In 2024, we kind of move towards a more positive path, a more uplifting path. I'm not saying I want everything to be goody two shoes and stuff like that, but let's let's stay away, stray away a little bit from the things that kind of bring us sad. Let's kind of move towards the things that bring in positivity. And I I know sometimes I can be a little dour and sad and kind of dwell on some of those things, but at the same time, I personally want to move more than talking about brighter things and things that I enjoy, you know. There's a lot of things that I look forward to and there's a lot of things I did in 2023 that I kind of love, you know. I got to do the Justice League Mortal thing where I got to play John Stewart Greenland and that was a, a dream come true. That was an amazing experience and for those, you know, Matthew Dawson did an amazing job with that and he's doing his Mortal Verse and it's a really cool thing. If you haven't checked out Matthew Dawson's work, definitely check out the Mortal Verse. It's on, um, just go on Go on your social, not social media, when you go on your social media and Google Matthew Dawson and find him and you can find all the links there as well. But you can go on your podcast feeder and just type in 
I'm doing it right now to make sure I'm correct. The Mortalverse. And it will come up if I'm correct. I just typed in. And it came right up. Or just type in Justice League Mortal. Or Dial Up Movie Club. And you should be able to find it from one of those things, you know. I, I found great joy in doing it. I thought it was an amazing experience. And I want to do more. I want to get more into kind of doing those those type of roles and stuff. I think it'll be I think it was a really fun experience and I really enjoyed it. I hope people enjoyed it as well. I also want to give a special shout out to Miss Crystal Storm and the Tales of the Forgotten Network because they've done an amazing job telling these stories. And I like what I like about Crystal is the fact that she's kind of paving her own path with her art. And she's kind of kind of living out her dream and she's going going all for it. You know, she's making her own podcast network of audio dramas and she's got her voice actresses and actresses together. And she's just doing an amazing job and I'm super proud of her. And I think it's great what she's doing. I'm also super proud of um the work we're doing at PSVG. You know, um I'm on I when I started PSVG, I think I was just on one show, PS or no what. PlayStation experience and since time has gone on I've become kind of the backbone of PSVG you know I'm on the main show which is PSVG Prime I'm also on Nintendo Shack I'm also on PlayStation experience and I'm also on the newly added Cadillac on Mars and I'm super happy that Cadillac on Mars is part of the PSVG network because I honestly want to see that show grow. I think Chalfie does a great job with the show. Me and T do a great job with the show. And I think it's a show that more people should listen to and enjoy. And I'm always going to root for Chalfie and what the best for Chalfie and T for that matter. I think T, Tayrell, for those who don't know, um, I think he is someone who is an amazing person, incredibly intelligent, incredibly smart, and just a good, pure dude. And I want nothing but the best for him. And Chalfie, for that matter. I think Chalfie is a kind, intelligent person who is kind of just like paving the way with the things he's doing, you know. And I, I appreciate both of those. And, you know, it's a lot I'm doing in 2024. Yeah, I feel sometimes when doing I feel like the weight, world of weight on some of my shoulders. So, I think based on what I what I'm doing right now, what I'm going through. Cause this was kinda hard to record because I just didn't have the energy to do it. I I knew I wanted to do this since we started um even before we started yeah, like frankly speaking, this was supposed to probably come out earlier. But I just wasn't in the mode to record, man. I I'm kind of, I'm starting to feel like while I'm going to do episodes every week, I want people to inspire me. I want the world to inspire me to record. And when I'm not inspired, I'm, I don't think I'm going to record. You know, and that's not me being like, let me make myself clear on this. It's not me saying I'm quitting podcasts. That's not the case at all. Not That's not me saying I want to quit podcasts. I want to stop putting podcasts. No, not saying any of that. I, I'm saying what I am saying is I want to be inspired by podcasting again. I want to be inspired by podcasters. I want to be inspired by the world. I want to restore the feeling. I want, you know, I want to get in there. 
I don't want to do the same thing every week. Like, oh, what you doing this week? What you doing that week? There's going to be some of that. But I want to kind of spread my wings and fly, talk to more people, learn more. I want to be fascinated again. I want to feel like how I felt in year one, year two of Delcock Spirits and kind of like experiencing different experiences. And I hope that, with that said at least, I can bring those different experiences to you and open your horizon to things that you didn't know about. Because that's what this podcast is about. The whole podcast is about uniting the culture to diversity. It's, it's a tagline, but it's something I truly believe. I feel like um, it's good to talk to different people from different backgrounds, cultures, and religions so we can learn more about them and get knowledge because knowledge is power. And I feel like if we don't know, even for people we don't want to hear from necessarily because there are people in the world who are just who we feel are terrible people. How, how did they get that way? Why are they like that? How can we combat that if we ever come in contact with other people? I feel like this podcast is important for that. So I think that I do a good job with putting the issues out there for people to know about and not necessarily giving you an answer but helping you mold your mind and develop your own conclusion. Because I don't want to tell you how you should live your life. That's not my place to do. Or to tell you what is good for you. But what I do think I should do is I think I sh- should do and I think it's, it's an obligation for everybody to kind of arm you yourself with the knowledge so you can make your own valid decision. And I think I try to do that multiple times this year, including with the gun control conversation that got a little crazy. And I don't know if I did it with that one, but I feel like I did. Either way, I think it sparked a conversation that was constructive for the most part. So, 2023 has been a good year. Fell a little long, been ups and downs, but I'm super happy for the progress I've made as a person. You know, a lot of life changes, a lot of interesting things going on in my life. You know, um, if, you, if you listen to the Patreon, you know. About some of those things. It's been a, a life-changing experience overall. And I'm super excited to see where this, in terms of this, not only the Devil Cox experience, but where my life goes from here. Where I'm at six months from now. How things turn out. And thank you guys for listening. And thank you for coming along for the ride with me. And hopefully there will be many more episodes to go and hopefully everyone sticks around for the ride. It's going to be a wild fun ride and a great experience. So hopefully I see y'all got you guys there. Next week is the start of the mental health podcast, the mental health episodes. So hope you guys check them out. Hope you learn something. Hope you enjoy them. Very important that you guys know give me feedback on what you think what you like what you don't like what you want to see feel free also to send me ideas for guests and people that you want to see on the podcast anybody that you want to see on the podcast whether they haven't been on before whether they have been on before whether you want to see them come back or not shoot me a line if you feel like reaching out to me at x reach out to me at x send me that at send you know message us both until they know what's up and we can we can work something out but I do want to expand my horizon, have more people on, and kind of just open the base and open up the Delvin Cox experience a little bit more to people. Whoa, pause. That sounded wild. <laughs> but uh, 
Either way, all that I got to say is thank you for giving me an amazing 2023. Thank you for listening to the Delvin Cox Experience. Thank you for checking out any podcast that I'm on, whether it's PSVG, whether it's the PlayStation Experience, whether it's Cadillac on Mars, whether it's Justin League Mortars, Greenland, and John Stewart. I, um, I really appreciate you guys coming along to ride with me. And, you know, thank you for all the people who supported the show from day one, the Chow Fees, the Jody Bees, the Mike and Otis from the What Up Do podcast. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate Baylor the Great. Too many people named Donnie, Dev, Mike Fowler. Too many people to name Matthew Dawson, Bjorn the Vikings, Nerds, Haley. My son, it's way too many for the name. But either way, thank you guys for everything you have done. I really appreciate you guys. Shitty song of the week, Teresa, um, Mike from WFOD. Just so many podcasters to name. Red, you know, um, I appreciate all you guys for listening. I appreciate all the support you guys have given me throughout the years. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. With that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of Devil Cock Experience. Make sure you check out the Patreon if you have time. You know, check out the Devil Cock Experience Patreon. We have a lot of content on there. You know, we have early episodes of the podcast. So if you're on Patreon right now, you've probably heard this and you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. We're getting this right now, you know. Dominican Lou, what's up, you know? Um, B-Rob, we also have, like, multiple different Patreon-exclusive podcasts. We have one with um, Matt and B-Rob. Right now we have one with Jody B. We have one with uh, Chalfie. We have different conversations. Now, all of them are very unique. We have the D&D podcast with my son. I think there's a little bit of something for everybody on there. So if you want to listen to some more Delvin Cox, you want more podcasts, you want some more interesting takes, and if you're bored you want to hear some cool stuff, definitely. Check out the Patreon. With that being said, thank you guys for listening. Delvin Cox Experience, we are out. Peace.